The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at ebbtidetc.com or call 844 430 Four three five seven. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get started on this week's episode, of course, the obligatory shout-out to our sponsors that help us bring this to you each and every week. For free. Thanks to SmartMark Video, who records all of our live events and makes sure that they're there for you to watch if you're unable to attend or you want to relive the experience. You can download them on MP4 or purchase DVDs at SmartMarkVideo.com. Also, thanks to Angelo's Pizza, who is feeding us here today, uh, along with someone else. More on that later. But if you'd like to try Angelo's award-winning pizza and can't make it to one of our live events at Mount Carmel, where we serve it, Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And of course, as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who takes care of all of our graphic and design needs. They can do the same for you as well as so much more. Literally anything that you can think of, they've got within their catalog, and they can do all that printing. Head to jackprince.com for all of that. J-A-K-Prince.com Oh yeah, that voice that you heard, getting his solo time to shine here on this week's episode, is none other than Weird Body Evan Adams, who will also be joined by AIW owner John Thorne, and my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Uh, This week we come to you from the studio apartment. Nah, this ain't studio. Uh, We always say that, Weird Body. It's a few bedrooms. It's a, Yeah. Of worldwide, and so the other food mentioned. And Pete, you gotta put over Pete. Yeah, Pete rules. Fuck yeah! Shout out to Pete for getting us batteries. And thanks, Pete. Who made? Do we know who made the steaks? Was it worldwide or that Pete? was worldwide? That was worldwide. Not that you're having any of that. No. Everybody. Yeah. But appreciate it for the boys. Uh, on this week's episode, we are going to talk about the most recent show that took place at uh, what is now called Music Links, formerly known as Tequila Jacks, out in Menor on the Lake. It was Enter the 36 Cryonic Chambers. Uh, on the show, we had two debuts, and of course, we had the special guest, Glacier, who took on Joey Janela. Uh, where do you guys want to start? You want to just run down the card here, or what? I think we should start at the Glacier Clinic that went on. Oh, that was the day before. Uh, Everybody, did you participate? I did not participate. Of course not. <laughs> I was tasked with driving Glacier around during his stay in Cleveland. Uh, the most I can tell you about his clinic was that he went over everything from top to bottom. He had been talking to Terry Taylor previously, 
So a lot of what he was putting out there was uh, Stooge Rooster, dude. <laughs> information he was gathering from uh, from the guys down at the performance center. He said he got to spend a, a week or so. Just you never, you never would there. think old Glacier gets to walk around the performance center. Yeah, how about then? Just gets to roll around, man. That's all I know the way is, it works. All I know is he made you know he was making a lot of good points. And then I looked up, and he was teaching the most fucked up thing I ever seen in my life. He's trying to t- tell people to fucking run with their fucking run the ropes with one leg, like their knee touching the top rope. <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking thing I ever saw. Big Twan Tucker trying to fucking run the ropes. It didn't look didn't look good, huh? It didn't look very fluid. <laughs> there, is there a lot? And that's of- a fucking athlete. Super and he, athletes, and he couldn't get it down. Pound. He couldn't get it down. Well, oh, he's quite the athlete. He usually gets everything down. Yeah, buffet plates. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's start with, I guess, the very first match. Uh, I'm telling you, I, dude. You, you know like, what? This fucking run of the ropes thing, man. Fucking, it was. This is really bothering you. It was the most bizarre. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, Glacier. Like, this is good. This is good. This is good. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He's like, nah, you just got to run the ropes like this. And it was like one leg off the ground, like totally up. I don't even know how to explain it. He said, this is how Steamboat does it. I don't think that's how Steamboat does it. You don't think so? No. Maybe Sam. Sam Steamboat? Yeah, maybe he ran the ropes (laughs) like that. Well. It's my dad's name, Sam. Oh, but not Steamboat. Nope, just Sammy. All right. So first match there at Music Link's. First we get there, and oh, we're, uh, good. we're going right into the show. Huh? I mean, what, there really wasn't there was much buffet, beforehand. Man. You weren't there. You, I wasn't at the buffet. I wasn't at the buffet Tell us either. about the buffet, weird but body. But the buffet had 12. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you guys got there early. That's right. There yeah. was a, we there got was there a mishap. Early. Worldwide hit up the dude, said, hey, we're going to be there. When we got there, he wasn't there. Was probably going to be there in 10 minutes. Uh, and he's like, fuck it. Let's go to the buffet. So 12 motherfuckers walked in the buffet. I wasn't Eat. trying to load up at the buffet. Walked to the Dollar Tree. That was wise of you. Got some snacks. You know, played it smart. Uh, not, lo- not not eating a buffet meal before you got to do physical activity? Yeah, dude. Who would have thunk it? Uh, <laughs> I, this, this bothers me every single time we have a show at Music Links. Yeah, you know, f- worldwide fucking just... It's like he's like a fucking drug pusher, but he's a buffet pusher. Yeah, he's really. Like, Follow me to the, you know, he's like, this will make you feel good. Yeah, dude. And honestly, the buffet, it should be the day after. It should be some fucking the recovery meal. The buffet is probably fucking awful too, by the way. Have you ever eaten at this buffet? Oh, I've eaten at this buffet before. I used to go there when I was a kid, man. Uh, it's all right. Oh, it's I mean, your child, it's, it's you're living a little bit of your childhood when we go to the music links. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's five dollars. So yeah, it's high like, quality. High quality. Put it over, but not before a wrestling match. Not before you know you have to defend your honor in a, in, in an athletic competition. Your tag partner though, he thinks differently. He hey, loves man. it. That's him, and he's dragging everybody down with him, except <laughs> for you. Yep. Nope. I come up on top. That's because you're kind of like his father. Yeah. I find that to be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Let's get into that a little bit. Uh, I mean, I could do... What's the age difference between you guys? 11 years. 11 years. Wow. He's your senior, right? 11 years your senior. Yeah. I mean, technically. And you're like his father, though. Uh... I could be a better father, that's for sure. I try, <laughs> <laughs> I try to be more of just... Uh, Spoken like a true father. The, the voice of reason <laughs> at points. How's that work out for you? 
Not too well. Uh, you know, he's going on this sauce break, so hopefully he can he hits the 60-day mark. 60-day sobriety. Yeah. I, I'm a... Well, let's... That's not... That's, it's been a week. That's a stretch. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean... Just from alcohol, though, not hallucinogens. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, alcohol is what's going to get him in the end, man. He not going to do... be the mushrooms, huh? No. Oh, <laughs> the worst thing that's going to happen is he's tripping, driving, dies, man. Oh, that's it? Yep. That's all. You know... I don't think he's... He's already psychologically broken enough to where, like, I don't think hallucinogens can fucking tweak him to that point. Uh, that's really dangerous. I just think... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if he keeps fucking drinking forever... So you're supporting this this no Oh, absolutely. No alcohol. A thousand percent. Yeah, this is actually your first appearance since we had those multi-episodes where you guys spent a day at the beach. What was going through your mind sitting there while we were recording all that? A uh, whole lot of what the fuck. Um, <laughs> and probably also, how am I getting home? Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Um, no, I don't think about that until the very end. Fucking. And then when, when I have to go home, then then that that's fucking pops in my brain. Um, but no, yeah, because he was fine. Uh, he was fine. And then when we got there, super drunk. <laughs> and like like there's a there's a point where like he's he's great like he's just normal he's normal he's normal and then he just fucking crosses a line and he's super drunk and then i how's that make you feel as a person as a father yeah and then, uh do you just pissing ever, me off i don't like being around drunk people i'll be honest that's not my that's not my scene do you ever just want to look at him and just say i'm not mad i'm just disappointed no but <laughs> i mean he should yeah, like i see i shouldn't need to say that you know what i mean because he's an adult yeah but you have to yeah <laughs> a little bit um you got to start doing that with the fucking buffet trips next yeah yeah i mean honestly uh because i mean when we got there like i when i walked back to the venue it was maybe it's a five minute walk to the buffet if that um i got back to the venue i was the only one there i had my uh, pretzels and peanut butter with snack and some dude with a with a big green mohawk comes out and was like yeah they told me the wrestlers were here i was like they walked over and got buffet, man. Like, we, <laughs> if we would have waited five minutes, you know, like, what was his name? Sonny. That was Sonny. Sonny. Yeah. Sonny, the new venue man. I think he's uh, he he read like the second in, in in command. He was the floor manager, I think. Oh yeah, well, I trust that guy with uh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I he mean, was running the bar. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. I asked him to make me a Tito's and water. He said, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's that's pretty self-explanatory uh, there. He's the one who sent out the Jello shots. He yeah, sent, he sent the girl out. It's oh, go do these Jello shots. Then something else. Then I don't he, know who came up with the knockout fries. Then he got mad at you though. He thought you were fucking eyeing up his girl. He did, and I was like, no. Nope. That was at the end of the night. Uh, he said, I said thank you, thanks for having us, guys. They're like, oh yeah, this was great, this was great. And I walked away, and I was hearing that guy was talking to my girl. And I was like, well. I had to talk the to the relationship out, there, huh? I had to figure out how many jello shots we had left. Just doing my job, dude. Nothing crossing the line. Dude. Not like not like somebody else on the roster. How shitty would that have been if you were killed by a man named Sonny? Yeah. Steve Guy murdered by a man named Sonny. <laughs> I don't know if he would have jumped there, but uh Yeah. Would I you mean, have defended my honor? No. No. I, <laughs> I don't think that guy would have murdered you because you were talking to his girl. Like I think he might have beat you up. Uh Maybe severed the the relationship with AIW. You know, you gotta think bigger before you ask about these Jello shots, Steve guy. You gotta think about the big picture, man. They yeah. told me the Jello shots 
it was an ongoing thing. All the only reason I talked to her was like, "Hey, do you still have Jello shots, or are we done?" That was the extent of. <laughs> are we done? That done. was the extent that, of every yeah. covers. Not me and her weird body. Quit trying to paint the weird picture done. here. Done. Done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's some implications there. Yeah. All right. Whatever. It's fine. Steve guy. Could have used a wingman that night. <laughs> or, you know what else I could have done? I could have tweeted about how great the staff was. And maybe maybe oh. I would have scored then. Yeah, that the back to your tag partner once again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um he, you know, he, hey, I, you know he, what? In the past few months, uh, you know, I don't I don't talk to the the staff there. Uh I don't uh partake in alcoholic beverages for the most part. Uh but I have gotten notes the staff has really kicked up the game, you know? Yeah, I saw it on Facebook yeah. uh, mul- <laughs> multiple times throughout the show from uh, Mr. Alex Kellar that, man, music links. They really s- stepped up their their bar staff, especially Angel. Yeah, I guess she was the MVP that night. Yeah, she Apparently was she was. Good for you, Angel. Thanks for that. And you know he really has a he's got a record with that venue, doesn't he? And the ladies, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yelling yelling at us for disrespecting his venue. I should yeah. yell at him about disrespecting my venue. <laughs> a story for another time. Uh, believe it or not, there was wrestling at this show. Yeah, uh, some of it. There was some of it. Uh, the opening match was tag team young studs, and then PME PME back on. Another show for you, John Thorne. PME. PME rules. You, I mean, you know, you probably know them better than I do. Yeah, they're they're the coolest guys. I mean, just good dudes. Yeah, really, just good dudes. Yeah, like Alex Kellar says, they're like the your Midnight Express to the Rock and Roll Express. He Hopefully, says, we should. We got to say you guys have good chemistry. Yeah, I mean, they're they're chill. To, they're easy to work with. They don't have much shit to get in. We don't have much shit to get in. So it's it's like peanut butter and jelly there. Philly Collins, his brother, he tried to sneak in a wrestle rager last week. Yeah, I believe it. I said he, he's a fucking goober. Brother Tom though said, "Who's this fucking guy?" He says he's running merchandise stands. <laughs> Wouldn't let him in. What a guy! His, Philly Collins' brother was very disappointed when that girl kept asking me to hit her with nunchucks. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> it's for another show. Another yeah. show. Another show. Uh, so then there's a singles match after that, and it's the really. The true debut of the production coming out the first time together. They were at Absolution, and then it's now it's Frankie Flynn versus Kurt Hertz, and the whole production is there. Derek Director, Colby Red. call that a true debut, though? I, I, I mean, I, maybe this more, is semantics here, but wasn't the NWO's debut when Hogan came out? That was more of like an angle deal. Yeah, right? it's true. I'm just thinking more along the lines, you know, at Absolution. The first time as, featured as, act, as a featured act going okay. forward. Right, right, right. This is the first I'll, time that they all walk that. out together as opposed to just interrupting the match. Okay. Yeah. As a unit. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about the production? Hate them. Hate them. Hate them. <laughs> I've had I've had my uh, battles with them. Uh, I don't understand theater. I was never a theater kid. Um, Me either, dude. It's fucking weird. You know what? I just want the curtains to close on them. Closing the curtains on. Wow. How yeah. about then? Kurt. With Kurt. But how about Kurt Hurts? Yeah, dude. I hope he gets his curtains. Back. Curtains. Curtains. Kurt Hurts, man. Kurt Hurts ran around the entire music guy, links. Guy hasn't been seen in training since his debut match. <laughs> ran all, and it shows. Ran hey, all man, around. He's he's part of the crowd. Yeah, he ran all around the crowd, then made his way into the ring, and uh, he did not win. I love that Kurt Hurts, fucking super fan, pro wrestler, doesn't even do the fucking people's elbow right. 
Like, he can't even do that right. He does it, he fucking faces the wrong way, does all the wrong shit. Hey, man. He's just so happy to be in there. Yeah. Had his AJ gloves on. My favorite part of that match was fucking Curtis tried to do a swanton bomb, but he couldn't figure out how to stand on the top rope for what felt like five minutes. No! (laughs) (laughs) He was doing the fucking guns to the fucking mouth, Jeff Hardy shit, and then, (laughs) man, it was a struggle getting up on that top rope. And I'll just leave that match at that. Yeah, man. Wow. The uh, next match, another tag match, Jollyville Fuckets, and then Dedication Personified. Dr. Dan, Brian Carson. Continuing their feud with the AIW students. Yeah. Just getting beat up by the Jollyville yeah. Fuckets. Yeah, yeah. They're, we faced them at Double Dare. They beat the, the living fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no other hey, how was that it. pounce? Uh, You know what? It was... Not as bad as I thought it was going to be, to okay. be honest. Yeah. All right. But it sucked. I mean, I wouldn't want to take it again. But, uh, <laughs> you you expected the worst and hoped for the best. Yeah. Okay? All right. And it was somewhere in between? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, don't think, I don't think Dr. Dan had as good as luck as you did. No. I mean, I yeah. He, uh, he died. He died. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Dr. Dan? <laughs> he's something it's, else that's it's a podcast sure. man they can't see the face you're making yeah you know? yeah um dr dan is uh i saw somebody on social media called him dr dickhead today and i really like that cockter dan is my favorite cockter dan yeah Cocter dan um but yeah he is uh a bad influence uh on the aw roster um oh, why is that okay just uh, look at vince and look at dr z and I just want to, that's where it's going to end up. Oh, you think? <laughs> yeah, that's where it's going to end up. You think Dr. Dan is Dr. Zahorian? Dude? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, that is a fucking implication, dude. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Fucking, yeah. You think he's working with Riverberry at the commission? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, man. Ugh. Ever since he's come around, man, some people gotten bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I, I'm going to put one and two together, make three. You think he's that kind of doctor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, f- psychology. Look at the guy. Look at the guy. You, you, you think that guy's going to help you through any fucking permanent life crisis you've ever had? You I think mean, he's going to make you maintain your mental health, man? I'd go crazy if I had to talk to that guy for an hour. I think this Yale thing is bullshit. I've never seen his fucking PhD he claims to have. I've showed him my GED. I've done it. That's all I claim to have. Man, I don't I wanna see fucking You wanna see records. his paperwork. Yeah, I wanna see paperwork. You wanna see his taxes. Yeah, dude. I wonder I wonder how many fucking goals he scored on the Yale lacrosse team, man. I've looked up that shit about other students, but Can't find anything on Rockingham, huh? Nope. No Rockingham records on the uh, lacrosse team. Oh man. Maybe play, played for a different lacrosse team. What other than Yale? Yeah. But you think it was just, no? Where else do you play lacrosse besides college? Uh, Commu- yeah, community. What? Yeah, he went to Yale. He's not going back to community college to finish his PhD, brother. So you don't feel you, you don't feel too good about Doctor Dan? No, huh? no, I don't. You enjoyed him taking that pounce? Oh, absolutely. I someone someone needs to fucking break that hoverboard of his just right over his head. Should That's what you? I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Let's do it. Have you ever? Do you ever try to ride on it? Would he oh, just like no. left it somewhere? I don't put that over. No, no. Are you a razor scooter, man? Are you worried it's gonna blow up? What about that? That's dangerous, isn't it? He's not even the only hoverboard wrestler, too. Yeah, those he stole things that ex- shit from that fucking Tyler Black student. Those things explode, <laughs> and he brings that to the ring every That's single what he time. Needs to do man, Onita style, fucking boom. That should be the big spot. He he goes for the coast to coast, and then it fucking explodes right in the dude's face. <laughs> Powder all over. 
Great. He just makes a lot of money and goes home. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, the well, that's Dr. Dan. Drops off him. the apron, breaks his fucking leg. Uh, oh, oh, that's oh, what you, I, oh, is that my. what you want to happen to him? No, not really. <laughs> but I mean, give him an excuse to ride that fucking hoverboard. Well, then you have to ride it with one leg. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sit down on it, man. All right. shift wheelchair. Okay. What's up, everybody? This is Alex Worldwide Keller to hear, tell you all about at Thrift Store Jobber and the wares that he has for you. You guys miss Pyro on Monday Night Raw? I think everyone misses Pyro, and that's why this shirt is the shit, ladies and gentlemen. Size large, pocket print, embroidered, WWF Zenith Pyrotechnology LLC. This thing is a once-in-a-lifetime purchase, if ever there were one, and it is a size large. I want the fireworks. I want the bang! Wait, that's DDP. But fuck it, he had pyro too, goddammit. Worldwide, for a promo code, gets you 10% off on his Etsy store on Instagram. Find him, Thrift Store Jabber. Well, the next match is one of the debuts that we alluded to. Uh, it was our very own Dominic Greeny, and he took on the AIW debuting MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Uh, John Thorne, how'd that one come about? This fucking guy emailed me fucking every day for like two years. MJF? Yeah. <laughs> or someone, I didn't know if it was someone on his behalf saying, book him, book him. No, it was him saying, book me. Book he came me. out, he had a nice little Burberry scarf, put it on me. Then he talked the to ring? me. Then he talked to me at WrestleCon. Yeah. And I, oh, okay, this guy's not as bad as he is in his fucking instant messages. Uh it's not that bad. Came off as uh, as weird body might say a goober in the instant messages. Do you think? I don't know. I just disregard anybody that messages me to book them on fucking social media. It annoys me. You like the emails? No, I just want to book who I want to book. I don't want people to ask me. Come on, man. You could have a uh, ten man scrambles. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> No, I don't want that. Well, the match itself, so very then eventually, you know, I just told them, you know, like keep fucking doing what you do, and I don't know, I'm sure it'll work out eventually if it's supposed to work out, and and it worked out. Here it is, it worked out. Plus, you know, Kurt Hawkins, he's trained by Kurt Hawkins, so that helped his cause. Oh, I learned that after the fact of him messaging me because I never read any of his emails. I just kept getting <laughs> the notifications. He's a member of the uh, Star Factory. No, he's a member of the Creative Pro Pro Wrestling School, the original Star Factory. No, man, that's trademarked by WWE, dude. <laughs> All right, no longer being mentioned. Uh, but the match itself was entertaining. The crowd really enjoyed MJF. Some of them had already seen him, so they were looking forward to that. Uh, Weird Body, did you get to check that out at all? I did not. I believe that was right before our match, if I wasn't mistaken. It sure get, was. You were getting in the zone, huh? Yeah, I was getting in the zone. I was, uh, you know, got the talcum powder. I was throwing it up over my head, doing my uh, pre-match ritual. A la LeBron James? Is that what you're saying there? No, dude, I came up with that. that oh, he got first. it from you. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. All right. All right. I thought the match was good, though. Fucking, uh, you know, MJF, maybe we'll see him back. He definitely impressed me. I had very low expectations for him. Yeah? Yeah. Well, wow. Good. What's well, good? He Impressive. exceeded those low expectations. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's probably the way to go, though. Because, I mean, fucking, 
You were super hyped for the headhunters, man. The higher the expectations, the the yeah. more likely they are to fall short. You know what I mean? That's you know, very uh, true. You, you know, speaking of the headhunters, I was thinking, man, I was just like, man, we're taking all this time off. And I'm just hoping that like we can raise a lot of funds because I really want to give Headhunter 2 that fucking singles run that he asked me about. <laughs> so, you know, we're coming up on a year yeah. close to now, you know? One of uh, Manny now has the Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. He has the fucking craziest Twitter handle of all time. I, it's like Manny fucking you, 097615. I don't know what it is. I'd love to give him the plug, but it's, it's way fucking, too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, you know, I could look for it here in a little bit, but fucking <laughs> Manny followed me. He has, a, he has like 20 fucking seven followers or something. <laughs> Not enough, man. Just tweets pictures of him and his girl. Does he say that? Oh, yeah. He yeah. says, Head my, hunt my girl. The headhuntress, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I was wow. really, A and B. I was really thinking about. it. I was like, man, I'd love to bring the fucking headhunters back, dude. That would be fucking. You know but that that would be sweet. You'd want you just want one though, right? You just want to give him that. I mean, I'll take, title opportunity. You want them both? I'd take Manny back if he could go. You know, Manny's the one with the fucking bad wheel. Uh, would you give one the absolute title shot and the other the intense title shot? No, I just want them in the fucking weird world to be a fucking weird stable. Yeah. Oh, you like that weird body? I love it. I mean, <laughs> fucking, would you rather be on the same side as him or on the opposite oh, side? Oh, I would definitely want to be on the same side. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's quite the Lake Erie monster that you could do with those guys. Yeah. I mean, we go from Lake Erie all the way down to uh, the island, man, and be fucking one big ass monster. I keep trying to fucking figure out what his fucking Twitter handle is, and I just keep I keep typing in like Manny and. I think it's Manuel. Oh yeah, it's Manuel. Oh, here it is. Oh, good call. Dude, yeah. Manny, Way pa- to go, weird Manny Pacquiao kept coming up. <laughs> it's uh, his. <laughs> so for all those that have want to fucking get in contact with Headhunter Manny, uh, it is at Manuel S three zero six seven eight four three three. That's his Twitter handle. Do you think those numbers mean anything? No. Phone number. I think that's his phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Or a social security number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go follow my boy Manny. Hopefully, you know, buy some DVDs so I could get him back up here in Cleveland. He really loved that. Speaking, speaking buffets, he really loved that Fuji buffet. Oh, damn. Yeah. See, that's where they learned it from the best. Well, it could be. <laughs> Told a great story about fucking uh, Bam Bam Bigelow beating somebody up with a kitchen sink. Oof, that's uh, damn. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, well, we'll have to tell that one off air. It's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little graphic, politically uncorrect. Oh, so it's not just like the knee kitchen sink. He didn't just keep doing that. No, like a dude? real kitchen sink. Oh, kitchen sink, yeah. like a maybe murder. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, well, so the next match, as Weird Body had already mentioned, and we asked you about the production earlier. That next match is your tag team match, you and Worldwide, the Weird World, taking on two members of the production. And you already don't like him. No, I don't like him. Uh, fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm really just disappointed in my boy Flynn. Uh, really, uh, ever since, you know, he's he and I are both day one students. And, uh, you know, um, he, you know, he was doing his thing, being an actor. And then fucking since his injury, he's just gotten a real fucking sour, sour mood. He took a dark and, path. Yeah, really. And it's like, come on, man. Fucking... We're representing AIW here. You don't got to be a fucking dick. What what's the what's the motto of fucking the AIW school? Be a good dude. Be a good dude. Yeah. And like not following that. So it's it's just heartbreaking to see my boy Flynn. And then he has like two goons with him. 
Like, you can do this all by yourself, Flynn. Other- I trust you. I know you. Fucking, if he wanted that absolute title, he could take it. The other motto is also, be a slave laborer. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's speaking of politically incorrect. Uh, yep, yeah, you took on those goons. Derek, yeah. director, Colby Wren. Yeah. And, uh, and then there was a little fracas after the match. Yeah, well, first, uh, Flynn cost us the match. He did. Uh, we were on the Lincoln Monster. He grabbed Worldwide's foot, tripped him. Uh, you know, I had nowhere to go but down. Uh, Colby hits me with uh, one of them, uh, what is that, Manhattan Drop? Is that the front one? Um, yeah. And then hits me with his bicycle knee, one, two, three. That's the match, man. So uh, that was our first match uh, back at Menor since we uh, also got screwed in our tag title match. So I was looking, you know, to gain some momentum. Yeah, now there's a losing streak going yeah, on. Yeah, I you don't guys, like it. Yeah, you had that you guys, hot winning streak. Now you guys got the opposite streak going. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, it's not our fault. Like, that's for sure. I mean, Victim of circumstances. Yeah, we have fucking a, a ref who... Uh, you know, is prescribed glasses, but won't wear them in the ring. Like, what, what, does that, what sense does that make? Uh, and then we got Flynn, who's he, just salty at everybody. He pro- That ref probably can't afford contacts is the issue. He probably fucking ripped them off on a payday loan place. <laughs> <laughs> got to secure a kid. You know what? Uh, I mean, fucking just also, right from the envelope. I, also going oh. against you, your tag partner was a big fucking asshole when you get drunk a lot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, but that's, it is what it is, man. There's a line. There's a line. There's a lot of fucking things playing against you you guys now. Yeah. But to your credit, Weird Body, you had this moment in that match where you pulled a little trickery and you convinced Colby Red that he needed to be part of the Lake Erie Monster. Yeah, man. I was hoping to uh, get him on our side, man. Not the brightest guy, right? Yeah. It was good on your part. He he fucking paints his face like a mime, man. He he don't got much to say. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot of sense up there, huh? No, no. But well, uh, and then know. PB Smooth comes out, kind of to your your rescue. What an odd couple here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Sometimes I wear a Courage the Kindly dog shirt, and PB likes that a lot. So <laughs> we both have Ed Hardy hats, man. It's just kind of like a match made in heaven. Huh? Yeah, fashion respect. You know what I mean? Real recognize real. That's the tie that bonds you, huh? Yeah. So Ed Hardy hats is what brought you guys together. Yeah, man. I mean. You know, he's from the fucking concrete jungle. He he dresses like that, man. I dress the way I do, and he real recognized real. And uh, you just somehow got a fucking Ed Hardy hat somewhere. Yeah, oh, I was at the, uh, we did that ring rental, uh, 420. It was like a 420 spectacular at a head shop. Uh, the, the gimmick was if you spent a dollar on anything, you got a free uh, gift bag that was uh, worth $50. It had uh, your traditional bowl it had a one-hitter it had a had a grinder it had a sack i'm yep papers it came with pre-rolls uh and then it came with an ed hardy hat too you know fucking some people got weed socks and at first i was salty because i wanted those weed socks because you know fucking i ain't trying to pay for socks you know uh because he, he wears two different colored socks. Yeah, dude. This one has holes in it. Look oh, at man, it. That's barely a sock. Yeah. But I mean, it technically is. So I ain't trying to pay for socks. I needed those weed socks. That sock is like but, just the ankle part of your socks. That's basically a leg warmer. Yeah. But I mean, I can fuck it. I can put my toes in there if I want to. Yeah, all right. Um. But anyway, so I, I was kind of salty when I got this uh, bright pink Ed Hardy hat. But you know what? I was wearing it for the day and it just fits. 
you know? So that's probably your biggest payday of all time, huh? Oh, easily, man. <laughs> easily. Fucking, speaking of that, speaking of that ref, he would send fucking young boys into the fucking head shop with a dollar. They would buy some incense and then fucking, he would fucking, fucking uh, sell, sell it back to just the people who had already gotten one for like 20 bucks. Wow. That, that Dave the Potato, man. He's a businessman. He's a fucking carny. <laughs> you are a real carny. Hey, I was a real fucking carny. I know what a carny's like, man. So you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, like we, I feel like we got to get into that for a minute. I don't think people understand that, that you are a legit carny. <laughs> yeah. That was what I, yeah, right before the school opened, I was fucking uh, down in the carnival in Florida. Um, Did you go to Carney Town? Is that where you started out? No, I started out, where is it? Because uh, there is like a town called Carney Town, right? Uh, I think you might be thinking of fucking. I think it's called Jasper, Florida, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they, like the na- yeah. nickname is Carney Town. Yeah, yeah, it's like where a bunch of Carnies live. There's, I think there was an X Files episode about that. Um, but no, I started. Uh, I forget what the fucking town was actually called. But how did you near, get wrapped up in the yeah, carnival? Yeah, how did it start? Oh, I got a buddy who fucking. I don't. Oh, okay. So like, my buddy was. Uh, I think he was working at Giant Eagle, and fucking his buddy was uh, that he met. Um from out of state or something he was part of the carnival so then like that dude gave him a job and or like was like hey fucking here i'm gonna start with you he my buddy did the carnival for like a year a year and a half and then um i was a waiter for a second and like i was just really shitty at being a waiter and then so like i didn't have a job and dude was basically like as soon as a free spot opens up in the carnival fucking i'll get you down here um Hits me up and is like, hey, you have to be down here by Friday. Fucking, it's down. It's like on the east coast of Florida. Uh, I know it's like south of Cocoa Beach. I, I know that wasn't the town we, we worked, but it was near Cocoa Beach. Um, hometown of Chase Oliver. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had to fucking take a mega bus um, from all the way to Orlando. But it doesn't go from Cleveland to Orlando. It goes from Cleveland uh, to Atlanta, you know, stopping in fucking like Cincinnati, fucking all these cities down on the way, uh, had like a, an eight-hour layover in Atlanta. Atlanta sucks, man. It's, <laughs> it's some shitty city, man. Like, I went to their fucking Tower City equivalent, and, like, bathrooms were locked by, like, 8 p.m. Like, fucking going at, going at 6, and, like, ha- half the dinner shit's closed. It's like, it's dinner time, fucking, there's no food to eat. Garbage. Um, but anyway, so I waited in Atlanta for six hours, took the bus down to Orlando, uh, and then I had to take another shuttle from like a hotel to whatever fucking town we were working. And then I just worked at the, it was the you know, it's just like a, it was like some firefighters fair in like fucking March in Florida. And then what did you do there? Like you operate a ride or something? Yeah. I, oper- I uh, You know, those fucking bungee jumps at the mall. Oh yeah. Like, uh, that's what, that's what the fucking, uh, Dave the Potato's fucking best yeah, friend. Yeah, Peyton Vince, man. I need Peyton, to get a, an in does there. That. That's his job, dude. Yeah, dude, but I did it in the real world, man. I did. I was a carny and did it. He's did, fucking a mall guy. Yeah, he does it in fucking nice mall. Yeah, dude. If you go to the mall, you you re- ain't really trying to watch that, man. Fucking. And plus, I think it's like 10 bucks or something. Like, fucking, for like two minutes. Like, it's all fucking work, but like. What did that, uh, what's that bungee jumping running at the carnival? Uh, it's fucking the wristband. Yeah. It's a fair, oh, man. Oh, you get the wristband. All you gotta do is scan the wristband. Fucking, it's you know twenty bucks, however much you pay. At so the you door. operated the fucking bungee jump equipment. Yep. Uh, and that was fucking no training or anything. No, no training really. <laughs> fucking. Uh, I mean, it was basically just like fucking harnessing people. Like you, you just fucking make sure. Hey, you have to be under one hundred eighty pounds. 
um and fucking you just harness people if they fucking you know little kids got one band or no you always had to do two bands i think that's like safety reasons but it was like there were two yellow bands and they were lighter and then there was a big i think two black bands and they were like for heavier people um so you just had to like guess their weight and then fucking give them the appropriate bands and let them jump how long were you with the fucking carnival did I you, think like, two travel, months. You travel around. Yeah. Well. Okay. So we did one, uh, one spot. They call them spots. Um, one spot uh, on the east coast of Florida, and then we did one spot north of Orlando. And after Orlando, I was gonna quit, or I wasn't really gonna quit, but like, the dude, my boss was basically trying because he was like born into the carnival. Like his dad ran most of the shit, so uh, he tried to. Uh, get out of it by going to crane school so like after that fair he was gonna take over and then his brother was gonna do it and i was i was pretty over it because like you're not even making minimum wage i did the math of like how much i worked it was like you worked five to midnight weekdays and then fucking noon to midnight with the breaks in between you know so you basically just had a salary is that what was going on i got paid 400 bucks for like uh 11 days work like oh wow yeah it was fucking it was a lot of hours yeah uh I mean, I don't. I did the math. I think, I I think I got. I was supposed to get paid eight hundred. Like if it was at least if it was like eight bucks an hour, and like I got paid four hundred. So like, it's it's one of those fucking works where it's uh, get you get paid to travel, but you're at the fucking carnival all the time. It's base. It's a literal fucking mobile park. Uh, <laughs> like it's just a bunch of people who own fucking trailers and and go from town to town. Like that's how they live. Any uh any carnival hotties there, dude? Absolutely not. Anyone who worked at the at the carnival uh, had a fucking boyfriend because there it was literally like you think wrestling's bad. Fucking uh, there's like two fucking girls to like fifty dudes. Like wow, you ain't gonna win that hunt, man. Like I'm not. I I don't know who is, man. Like, but it's just fucking. It, it ain't gonna happen. And then fucking it's a carnival, man. I'm not. I'm just trying to work. I'm trying to get paid. So how do you get out of the carnival? What gets you to leave, <laughs> leave the carnival? Okay, so at, I didn't fucking... Like, Florida, I was kind of done with it just because fucking... Yeah, it was... You know, it wasn't... I, I was trying to do it to save up to go to wrestling school. Uh, Were you going to go in Florida, or was the plan always to come back here? Oh, well, no, I even come back here. I was My plan was go to the Chikara school. Okay. Um, so I was going to save up, go to Chikara. Um, you know, fucking... And that's... You know, move to Philly, that kind of that that whole shebang, um, and then fucking let's see. Uh, so basically, after we were done in Florida, my one boss left, but his brother took over. And at the last second, I was like, "Fuck!" Like we were supposed to go to New York, and like I I wasn't really trying to, but at the last second, I changed my mind, and I was like, "Sure, I'll go to New York." Um, so you know, one weekend. Uh, we drove all the way up to New York. We drove up to Fishkill. Uh, it was actually, um, f- uh, we did it right outside this minor league baseball stadium. And in that same minor league baseball stadium, later that year, they ran um, uh, that NEW. They ran their fucking, it was the Young Bucks versus Mysterio and John Morrison. Um, wow. wow. Yeah. So in the shadow of that baseball stadium. Uh, was I lived you in- as a carnival. Yeah, it was a carnival. And it was like... Uh, because there was like a paved uh, parking lot for the baseball stadium, and then there was like gravel, and, the, and then the carnival was in the gravel. Um, but I spent like you know 
it's like 10 days. It's like Friday to the next Sunday is like a full fair. Um, but anyway, so his brother took over and his brother was just not a businessman. Um, like he was fine. We were cool. We were chill. Uh, and then Easter hit. Um, I was working Easter, which also turned out to be my mom's birthday. Um, and like, uh, basically he'd gotten into a fight with his dad over, um, bringing his family back. Cause the plan was go to New York for a weekend. And then during that off week, he was going to go back down to Florida, grab his family and bring them back. But his dad was just pulling some carny shit and try to separate them and like not give him the money to like go back down to Florida. Um, so like, I guess that happened on Easter and he, uh, you know, we were working Easter. Easter was light because, you know, people were doing shit. But uh, at some point, he was just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then he just never came back that whole day. And it was like, he probably said that around two. And like, I worked until midnight. Like, just, and like, the way, the way, the way I was getting paid was uh, per wristband scan. So like, I knew if I quit or like, you know, if I, if I took any breaks, I was going to get paid less. So like, I just worked 10 hours. Uh, and it wasn't so bad, but like that shit got packed. Um, Did you ever get your money? Yeah, at the end of the day, he didn't get he didn't get enough money. He literally gave me all the money he made um, when we left. Um, but yeah, that day I was like, I quit. And then two days later, I uh, I woke up and then it was like, hey, we're opening the AIW school. And I was like, fucking stars aligned. Where um, did you sleep when you were in the carnival? Uh, the first place they had a trailer and I had my own room. Like it was basically. Uh, it was like, like, a, like just like an RV or something. Yeah. It was just like an RV and like, I had like a side room. So it was like literally fucking, you know, maybe six feet across, like three feet fucking wide or like, you know, it wasn't, it was small as fuck. Um, but at least I had a mattress and shit. When I went to New York, I slept in a box truck that had a hole in it. Um, and like it was New York in April. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It's all rainy and shit. Yeah, it was all rainy. It was all nasty. It was fucking like, I literally, I remember we went, I think we got there a week before the actual fair started. And I just like spent that week in a sleeping bag. That's crazy. It was a wild turn we just took. It was. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of carnies, I guess is the only way to go to the next match. Uh, two people at least would say this was the match of the night. It was the Duke and Twan Tucker. What's corny about them? Yeah, what's corny about them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's all I could think of. Who would say that was the match of the night either? Uh, the Duke and Twan Tucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I said two people. Okay, that's pretty corny of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this was the, Duke the match. Ask, Duke's asking me for royalties for those Kane Dookie shirts. Too. And and this is where Dookie came from. Was it uh, was Big Twan Tucker? Do you think funniest thing I ever heard? About do you him. think that he thought his name was Dookie? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I think he thought the Duke, and then he was just like, hey, man, you know what would be funny? Dookie. Like, poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think that's what went through his mind. You think he compared the Duke to poop? Yeah. All right. That's fair. Dookie. No. Was, uh, well, if he has the Duke, he put he made Big Swan Tucker look like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. That's the same thing the Duke says after every match that he million has. Million bucks. Everybody. He makes everybody look like a million dollars. He's fucking... The Shawn Michaels of fucking independent wrestling. Hey, man. When you look like a penny, it's easy by comparison. Oh. <laughs> Strong words from Weird Body. Strong words. He's going to fucking get Hey, man, I beat yell- him and I beat AJ or BJ Whitmer. 
There you go. There it is. Uh, I think we probably already have given the Duke enough time on this episode uh, to John Thorne's liking. Yeah, because so, he bitches at me about everything we say in this fucking podcast, so let's move on. Why well, listen to it? Next match, uh, AJ Gray back in AIW once again, and he took on Party Parker Pierce. Pickle. The pickle. The pickle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the pickle. Party, uh, p- party pickle. Party pickle Pierce? Party Parker. pickle Parker Pierce? Parker the pickle party Pierce, man. That's a tongue twister. Party Parker pickle Pierce? Yeah. That is. Well, that's a, this is a match that happens, and Pickle needs to fucking pickle up his cardio, <laughs> as you can see in this match. AJ Amen. Gray does a lot of fucking insane things. Can't say enough good things about AJ Gray. Yeah, another moonsault to the outside. He's going to die soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Amen. Let's, let's hope It not. was a good run. It was a good run, yeah. He had a hot, he had a hot 2017. Yeah. Final s- seven months or so. Well, doing it. Let's hope he survives. Uh, it's a match that happens. It's pretty good. Parker Pierce just gets a little tired. That does that does happen. Hey man, when you're partying all day, you, like, yeah, it gets he, to you. And buffeting. Yeah, dude. If you, it, yeah. Is this where the buffet really comes into a play? This is this is somebody is, like this? this is the first match yeah. of the card where you'd really see the effects of the buffet. Yeah, and this wasn't his first match there, right? No, he he faced. Well, was Frankie this Flynn. his first uh, p- uh, buffet partaking? You know what? I don't remember the last. Uh, buffet. I don't remember the the buffet roster we had. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I I'm getting uh, confirmation now from uh, my inside sources that he was at the last buffet. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I mean, he knows how to handle it now, I guess. But uh, I mean, afterwards, you know, I gave him a strong talking to. I was just like, you know, go light. You know, eat some fruit at the beginning. At the end, you know, you got you got to eat the fruits. Uh, uh, eat the buffet, and then fucking uh, at the end, you you give yourself a little uh, you know, refresher. Okay, there you go. Wise so hope, words. Hope, yep, hopefully he takes my advice. and uh, He did, I think, I don't know if it was broken, but something happened to his nose in this match, and it looked awfully ugly afterwards. I think that's just his genetics. No, because, uh, <laughs> well, that may be normally, but it looked even worse than it usually does. Uh, it oh, was It was like, it honestly was cocked off to the side. Didn't see it. it I was, think he got uh, bopped in the nose. It's pretty gross. He asked me if it was broken. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, you know, yeah, but that shouldn't be. And I'm like, I'm certainly not going to try to pop that back in if that's the case. That'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right now, I guess. Uh, the next match at that six man tag match. And uh, well, that's where things get a little interesting. It's team no consequences. Chase Oliver, Gary the King Baller and Trey Lamar taking on Jonathan Wolf. MM3 and Myron Reed returning back to AIW. What a fucking mess this turns out to be real quick. This is a lot of jumping around, and then uh, next thing we know, Chase Oliver uh, basically knocks himself out. How do you injure yourself on your own move, man? He, he from watching the video, no consequences, man. He was, was a consequence. Was a consequence. There was a there con- was a yeah. consequence. Well, yeah, but no, going in, his mindset was no consequences, no consequences. That was his fucking creed. That was his motto. Boom, does his own move. Consequence. So Wasn't you, thinking about. The do you think their motto should be no consequences and then parentheses? But let's think it through. Uh, some some consequences when necessary. Okay, that's fair. So this match is going to look all fucked up on DVD, I'm sure. Chase Oliver knocks himself out in like the first five minutes, and it's just fucking off the rails from there. He never returns to the match. Does I don't even like goes to the hospital. Yeah, instantly. yeah, he does get taken to the hospital. He's okay, concussed from what we're told. 
Uh, he was definitely unconscious at one point. Yeah. That happened. Is there a fucking train going down your fucking yeah. street? What's going on? What yeah, is happening no, there's a train. Here? Yeah. I, de- I have to deal with it, too. It just fucking runs right through the road. Fuck. All right. Oh. Fucking, it's the, uh, you know, A-line. We are at Worldwide, so I do right? feel like uh, trains often are ran here. City guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So All right. So that's, that's the thing that happens. Chase Oliver is hurt. Yep. Yep. And uh, the other two guys try to do the best they can, I suppose, because that's early on. And like you said, matches off the rails and Gary the King Baller and Trey Lamar and just make it best of it without a partner. And there Anyways, it goes. No consequences. Did they win? They did win. Fuck. They still win. That's scary. Yeah. Strong duo. Yeah. Uh, next match. match right there. Next match is a singles match. Uh, young Joshua Bishop, he's there. The Bishop Brigade is there. Kenny Wang, of course, going crazy. And uh, debuting for AIW is Mance Warner. Old Mancer. He was at Absolution as a lumberjack in the Swaggle and Britt Baker match, but this was his actual first uh, match in AIW. Uh, how about that one, John Thorne? I didn't Did you see get, it. You didn't get to watch it? No. Yeah. Now, had you seen Mance uh, wrestle previously anywhere? Nope. So <laughs> was he another person who was just hitting you up on social media, or did somebody suggest I booked him? him on the podcast, like, oh, I don't know, like two weeks ago or whatever, two weeks before the show. But why did you... Somebody, why? I don't know. Okay, why not? He's just a guy. All right, there you go. Mancer, man. He Easy fucking. Enough. He's he a nice just guy. Flipped his last name. He's a very nice guy. Steve guy, you're, you always ask me like the why, the how, why. I mean, people just like happens. to know how'd you heard Conrad about him? Junior over here. I heard him because he was a fucking lumberjack at Absolution. Yeah. <laughs> he impressed. He impressed as a lumber. Did he impress you as a lumberjack? Did he impress you as a lumberjack? You know what? Going back to Dr. Dan, I don't know. <laughs> that motherfucker, he was near me on the outside. I was like, what are you doing over here? Get over, get out of here. Pushes me, you know. Uh, I go to grab his leg. Motherfucker just unloads on the back of my head with punches. Like, what's wrong with you? Dr. Dan? Just get away from me. That's all I'm asking. Dr. The, Dickhead is right. Yeah. yeah. The cockter. Yeah. The cockter, yeah, that's that's for sure. Yeah, Mance Warner's just a guy, you know. You, you hear you're hearing rumblings about here and there. You know, he's around. We talked, you know, and we fucking negotiated the deal. All right. I figured, you know, I'm not gonna watch any of your fucking matches, so I might as well just toss you in an AIW match and see how you do. Feast or famine. Well, there you go. He did well. I I got to watch it. Uh, it was a fun match between Mance Warner and that, that's young also Joshua what Bishop. what I like about these uh, these bar shows is we you know. We can do some things a little outside the box, you know. Yeah. Leave some spots open. Don't you know? Not so set on you know uh, the same exact crew. You know, we could, we could try some people out. There you go. I hear he did well. He didn't. It was it was quite enjoyable. Crowd loved it. I didn't see it. All yeah. right. I saw part of it, and I think he had uh, Josh in a in a sleeper hold, and then yeah. Josh was fighting back, but he was like chopping in the head like the V eight, like could have had a V eight. That was my favorite part. Uh, Joshua Bishop, from what I'm told, had a strong talking to by his dad prior to, and his parents in general. Uh, no tombstones uh, out on the floor in this match for him. Which, Who have they ever beat? Which uh, made them happy, but well, probably him, I would imagine. That's a strong implication, dude. Uh, oh, that's fair. Uh, 
But he did do a snap suplex out there. Still had to do something outside on that hard floor. Dude, his dad's hey, just going to haul off and beat the shit out of him one day. So I'm saying, well, see, there's, that's the implication. Uh, Papa, Papa Briscoe 2.0. Papa he's a big Bishop. dude. Have you seen him, Weird Body? No. I, I hear he's uh, all about them gains, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, gains, dude. Gains for days. Dude. Yeah. He is a, he's a fan of Brian Cage. And if you've ever seen Mr. Bishop, you will instantly understand why. I'll just leave it. Leave All it right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last match of the evening, main event time, Joey Janela and Glacier. This doesn't really go the way. Another it, fucking injury. This yeah. is supposed to happen. Joey Janela destroys his fucking finger disgustingly. Oh, yeah. That was Fuck. like... That match goes fucking off the rails. So they had all this crazy stuff fucking lined up. They have to fucking, you know, figure, figure it out on the fly because Joey Janela's... Basically, his finger is falling off. Yeah, it's like broke in like three different spots. It was gross. I mean, it's a spectacle. Glacier, Glacier works hard. They still make the best of it. Uh, and then Joey Janela goes to the hospital as well. Uh, he fucking wa- ends up coming to my house at five in the morning. That's when he finally gets discharged Fuck. from the hospital. Which we were an hour away from wherever hospital he went to because we were an hour away from fucking Cleveland. Oh yeah. Uh, so he, you know, he gets to my house like around like five thirty or six in the morning. I don't even know. I just leave my door unlocked. Uh, I wake up like about eight, and I go downstairs to see if you know he made it or whatever. And uh, I see all his stuff there, but he's not there. And I go, "What the fuck? Where did he go? Missing you know? again, man." So that I don't know where Jay the fuck he went. Back. And uh, then I hear my door close like a little bit, you know, I don't know, like 20 minutes later. And I go back downstairs and there's Joey Janela fucking laying on my couch with a bag of frozen peas on his hand. And I go, where'd you go, man? He goes, you didn't have any ice, man. I went to the went to the supermarket. I bought some frozen peas to ice my hand. <laughs> Why didn't he just buy ice? I don't know, man, but those frozen peas are still in my fucking freezer right now. <laughs> Brother, hooked you up with dinner. Yeah, maybe that's what he thought he was doing, yeah. getting you some veggies. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think this was a this was a good show. I think there's a lot of interesting things on it. You know, obviously some stuff doesn't go as planned, but that's kind of the, you know, the motto of this podcast: the card mm-hmm. is going to change. Yep. I mean, the card stays kind of the same, but the fucking matches got all fucked up. Well, yeah. yeah, fucking impromptu handicap match. That would suck. I'm glad fucking I've never been through one of those. Yeah. I know about consequences, man. <laughs> Have you yet to be in a match where something has gone completely awry, like either one of those situations? Oh no, never like to where anyone's gotten injured. Um, that's that's a whole different brand of fucked up. I've been in matches where things haven't gone uh, according to plan, but not not like that. That's a it's a quick thinking on the fly. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up, fucking moderator of sorts. All right, I mean that's pretty much gonna do it here. Uh, for we had 36. an after party, but nothing, nothing really worth discussing. Yeah, it was really just like an after. Let's grab some meals. Is that when fucking we were around uh, for until four in the morning? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was something. Yeah, that was that was a fucking John Thorne shoot session. I got all. We can't podcast. We can't no, talk about any of that. No, no, no. You had to be there. Found yeah. out MJF likes French fries. That's about it. Hey man, F's in his name. Team. MJ French fry. There Come you on. go. It writes itself. See, he's a better comedian than you, dude. All right. Great. I'm That'll do down. it. 
that'll do it here. Uh, any final words, gentlemen? Worldwide really like that fucking bar- new bartending <laughs> staff. It's, yeah, we'll leave that. We'll leave him to tell that story another day. You know what? Uh, music links. I'm not a fan of the new name. I I don't think I was a fan of Tequila Jacks when it first started. I but think Tequila like, Jacks had some character. Yeah, like music links is like, it sounds like I'm there's a, a link. music links in another city. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I'm gonna click like a website link. Yeah, did, did they change the name? They changed ownership, right? Is that there's why they like changed a, the name? I, I don't know. There's like a I don't know. There's some like a new of, guy, but I think the other guy's still involved. All right. I don't ask that many questions. Yeah, that's man. that's probably a good idea. Well, shout out to Sonny. Why shout not? out to Sonny. What was the uh, other guy's name? Owner guys, remember? Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Nice guy. Oh, everybody signed the chair. Should say that. Joshua Bishop. Oh, yeah. Uh, body slam Mance Warner onto a chair on the outside, and they broke it. It belonged to Music Links. Anthony wanted it autographed by everybody that was on the card that night. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh yeah, dude. Uh, it's not about you know objects to him. It's about memories. And there you gave him a memory. You gave yeah. him a memory. So each and every time we go out to Music Links, fucking that come. chair's got to got to be on display somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Can't wait to go back and see that. Uh, that's it. All right, that's it. Yep. For Weird Body and John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you guys next week on the card is going to change. Are you gonna say something? <laughs> yeah. Ha 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 ha